This is 680 CJOB. Welcome back to the main ingredients after the news, weather, and sports. I'm sitting here with my friend, Krista Hall. Krista Hall, how are you? I'm doing well, Kevin Bergen. How are you? Excellent, as usual. Good. We have a special guest with us today. Maybe you can introduce him. A day at work for most people means a day of stressful deadlines, stressful meetings, and everything else that work entails. Our next guest is the executive chef at the most relaxing place on earth. Thermia by Nordic Spa, but is it relaxing for him? Oh, yeah. Oh, good hmm? question. Yeah. I know. Welcome. We're just like, you know, sitting hot. <laughs> <laughs> Give orders. Hey, cook that over there. Bring that over there. Yeah. <laughs> Thomas Stewart, Chef Thomas Stewart, how are you? Doing well, thanks. All right, before we get into your current gig, mm-hmm. we're going to talk also about how you got there. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, I read that your culinary interest didn't start until after high school. Is that correct? Yeah, I mean, you know, graduating high school, I was wondering what I would do with my life. And, right, and, uh, as we all were. Yeah, so my buddy and I saved up to go to Europe for a bit. And we toured around, just did the backpacking thing, but I kind of saw, you know, back in <clears throat> around 2000, when I was graduating high school. He says that like he's old. Still yeah, a young, young yeah, punk. Yeah. Um, the Winnipeg food industry, I, I, I wasn't really exposed to it yet, so I, I didn't know. It didn't seem like a thing that I was interested in yet. But traveling Europe, got to see the markets, got to experience some European restaurants that opened my eyes a little bit. And, and when I came back, I, was, I had in my mind that that's what I wanted to do. Like you wanted to be a part of it, as in you you knew that you wanted to be a, you wanted to cook. Yeah, you know, I'm still 18 at the time, yep. and you know, I'm looking for a job, and just came back. I I ended up going to first year university for a little bit mm-hmm. uh, at University of Winnipeg. Lots of beer bashes. I you know I didn't I didn't really <sighs> I didn't really expose myself to the school. I didn't really get involved very much. It wasn't really for me the style of learning, so. I kind of like dropped out of all my classes. <laughs> <laughs> what did you tell your parents? It's always a little, little bit of a gap before you tell them what you did. Yeah, yeah, they found it eventually, but um, just the style of learning I found. And my mom's a teacher, so she she understood that there's different different styles of learning for different for sure. people, right? And and classroom lectures wasn't my thing. Okay, so you went to Red River for culinary school. So that's when I enrolled in Red River uh, and took the culinary arts program. What what was the difference between that style of learning and you know regular university? What appealed to you there? Um, you know, it was the hands-on for sure. It was the getting to work with ingredients, getting to learn new skills, like actively not just learn about them, right? Right. But actually learn things. Try to reinforce this when you're actually doing it. When I'm actually doing it at yeah. school, yeah. So. And, um, you know, my my high school and beyond jobs when I was making just, like, spending money was, was restaurants. Mm-hmm. So I worked at Bread and Circuses for a while. I worked with Ben, one of my first jobs ever. Ben's everywhere. He's like, where's Yeah, I was, like, guy? 16 or 17. <laughs> ben had opened a restaurant in South Osborne called Urban Ojas. Ojas. O-J-A-S. So I don't know how to pronounce that. Um I don't feel so bad for messing up Talia's yeah, name. Right. <laughs> and it was me, Ben, and one other guy in the kitchen, and I was basically the dishwasher, but seeing what they were doing, and I got some hands-on stuff. Like, I rolled Ben's famous gnocchi that he uh, he pulls out, and uh, it was a good exposure for me. And so was Bread and Circuses and, you know, a couple of the restaurants that I worked in before culinary school. That was all before culinary school. You, we, we, we know someone in common. 
We do. You you worked at food for seven years. I worked. At Did food. you really yeah, for seven years? I was the and we never met. That's crazy. I was in there I a know, bunch right? of times. Yeah, I was a chef there for seven years. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Because I I used to work with Chris at Earl's way back. Yeah, I heard a lot of Earl stories. Oh yeah, tons. Of course, everything. Is, <laughs> everything is an Earl story to Chris. Yeah. Um, how was that for you? You really cut your teeth there, obviously. Says I seven did. years. Yeah, you know, I had graduated culinary school, and that's the first job I got was a cook at uh, at food. Um, and one of the other cooks there is also in the Push Project, Pam Kirkpatrick. Um, so yeah, working with Chris was a was a good experience. It it was I became the chef there after like a year and a half. <clears throat> it's pretty quick. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> I wouldn't. And I love you too. You're just very straight. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. I wouldn't recommend that. And you know, sometimes I get pulled into Red River to do like a chef panel, and I tell the students like, don't be so in a hurry to be a chef, you mm-hmm. know, like learn, like absorb what you can from all the different places that you work. Like so, learn and, the right way. You might as well do yeah, it when you're ready to do it, not yeah, just jump in and then. There's so much to learn. Like school's great and you learn lots of things, but it's not everything. And and working in the industry is where you actually learn how to do the job, right? Mm-hmm. So my seven years at food was not underneath another chef. It was underneath Chris, who's a restaurateur. And I learned lots about running a restaurant and I learned that I never wanted to own my own. <laughs> that's the biggest lesson that I learned from Chris yeah. uh, uh, bless his heart because he was you know he, any profit that he made you know he'd take his cut for his, his little family that he has and, oh believe me I know this and he would invest the rest yeah. and um, you know we we were seating I think it was 50 inside and another 20 in the, in the patio in the summertime we were doing it with six coil elements and a little electric grill. And, like, it was amazing what that kitchen pumped out. Um, and he would fill the seats. That's what he was good at was mm-hmm. the marketing part of it, right? For sure. Getting people in the doors. So Yeah, he is re- he's relentless. Right? He is. I, I'm always like, does this guy sleep? Yeah. No. I mean, he just, he'll email you to death. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not even a joke. He no, will. He actually will. Yeah. Um, okay, so what led you to Thermia? So it was actually one of my uh, suppliers in the industry that uh, had thought of me when Thermia was looking for a chef in recruiting. So they're they're a company from Quebec. So they were uh, Nordic Spa mm-hmm. in Quebec in Gatineau. Is uh, they were looking to grow into multiple spas, and Thermia or Winnipeg got their act together first, and so they were recruiting and and kind of like putting their feelers out there. So one of my suppliers thought of me as a good fit and I applied and I got the job. What was the hiring process like? Um, I'm, I'm not a chef. And of course, mm-hmm. when you go to a regular interview, you just <clears> say <throat> a few things, they ask you some questions and blah, blah, blah. I'm assuming yeah. if you're looking for a chef that can do the job, you got to show them that you can do some stuff. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm still working at food. I've been there for seven years. You know, I have, uh, um, uh, an alliance with Chris, you know, like I don't want to leave him. I don't want to leave him in the in the dirt. So mm-hmm. it was a little bit awkward. I was kind of meeting in secret a little bit, and as everybody does when you're looking, you know, changing yeah, jobs, yeah, yeah. there's no choice on that. Yeah. Um, and uh, so there's a few interviews, a few one-on-ones with the general manager, uh, and then when he said that he was interested in me, I did a four-course uh, dinner for him in my house. So oh. I did a little cooking interview for him. 
Hey, baby, I got a little guest coming over. Can you make sure? Let's let's all tidy up. Yeah. Don't put your shoes there. The wife you know. helped. Yeah, she did. She was a good host. Yeah. I mean, you got to be on our best behavior, no yeah. grin. <laughs> so you cook for this person in your house. Yeah. And then they leave. Yeah. And then they contact you to tell you later. If you yeah, so I got the job and, and you know, it got out to Chris that I was looking. So he obviously started the process of finding a replacement. And, and it was around July that I left food and... Uh, so between July and when we actually opened the spa was uh, January. Wow. So I started working at the spa. Um, they brought me on because they knew that I was kind of in between jobs and didn't want me to be in the lurch with the family. And uh, they, uh, so I was like painting fences and like moving lumber Whatever. and helping out construction because yep. there was lots of delays, as wow. there usually is with big construction projects. But Wow, crazy. Yeah. Okay, Kevin, it's time for a break. Break time already? I know. All right. We're going to return with Thomas Stewart, and we're going to talk more about Thermia and his involvement in the Push Project. Cool? Sounds good. Right here on the main ingredient on 680 CJOB. Welcome back to the main ingredient. Kevin Bergen here. Krista Hall here. Yeah. I'm here too, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's Thomas Stewart, executive chef from Thermia. That's your favorite place, isn't it? I love it. I love Check it, out. and I love good. the restaurant. Awesome. Yeah. Good. It's such a treat. Awesome. She's she's been stalking you for months. So, you know, this is the first <laughs> time it. that I just didn't want to tell you that in the first segment because we got to get another segment out of you. Yeah. All right. Um, where we left off, uh, you got hired there. You're working there, but obviously the job itself, um, you had the freedom to create the menu. Yeah. But with freedom, obviously, it's a lot of responsibility. Mm-hmm. It's a, a probably probably a lot different creating a menu for a spa like a, a place like that than yeah. it is a regular restaurant so yeah. how did that go over how was that how was that a big challenge um you know at food i i got the opportunity to write the menu too mm-hmm. so it was um it was a pretty easy transition you know the guy who sought me out the original gm at thermia sought me out because of the values of food which are you know everything made from scratch look you know showcasing local products stuff like that so the transition of that to to the spa was easy I was opening up the spa with really no boundaries set in front of me. You know, I saw it as Thermia by Nordic Spa, which it is. Uh, so I tried to tried to influence as much Nordic as possible. Mm-hmm. And it was right around the time of Noma being so popular. And, and so for me, there was a lot of influence that I could draw upon to to get inspired by. And, and there was lots of construction delays. So I was sitting in a construction tra- trailer for half my time with my laptop. Oh, so you got time to You know, go. developing a menu and, and testing things out. So, um, but, you know, transitioning from food, an independent restaurant in the second floor of Osborne Village, mm-hmm. to uh, a restaurant that is the uh, only option for spa customers. And spa customers who are coming to the spa because it's a spa, not because it's my restaurant, mm-hmm. was a big learning curve for me. Uh, and it took the first year for me to figure it out that maybe I can't go as far as I want to go with uh, pushing the the Scandinavian influence. You know, um, just having something like a smorbrod on the menu, which is a Scandinavian open face sandwich, mm-hmm. a Danish, Danish open face sandwich was hard to convince our customers at first and for them to see a weird word that they never heard of and and try it out for the first time. So um, 
Because like you said, food is secondary. They're just going there, and then all of a sudden they realize right. they're hungry. Now I'm going to go here. Sure, yeah. I mean, like you come to the spa, uh, and our, the idea at the spa is you're doing cycles of thermal cycles. So you're doing hot, cold, relax, hot, cold, relax. We recommend you do that three times, and you're you know three times takes about three hours if you're doing it right. And so people are there for a minimum three hours, sometimes up to eight, ten hours a day. What a great day! Oh, it's so oh. nice. So, but from my perspective, I've got trapped customers and i don't say that to sound like evil or conniving or anything like that uh but i have to make sure that there's enough options for people or a, a, a variety of options that my customers want to eat for sure 100 so like make, you said you're the only option that's so right. right they have to make you have to make sure that whatever they're choosing or whatever they're looking at they yeah. feel like right I have options. Right. And some might be going for the full meal and some want just a little snack. Right. A, a couple snacks. S- s'mores. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Right. S'mores. <laughs> you can yeah. roast your own s'mores. She's only been there like, you know, once. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> You're hilarious. Um, did your traveling, like you said, you traveled mm-hmm. to, to Europe when you were, mm-hmm. you got out of high school. Did the, did a lot of that experience weigh into this at all? Mm-hmm. Did you draw from that at that point or no? Not really. I mean, you know, uh, it was a decade later when I was doing Thermia mm-hmm. um, and I didn't end up going to any Scandinavian countries really so I didn't have anything really to pull on from that but you have chefs in your restaurant mm-hmm. that have been there since you started is That's that correct? Right. Yeah. So obviously you're doing a lot to pass down knowledge and inspire other chefs that are that you're working with. Yeah we try uh, you know we hold after our you know fun black box competitions and and we call it Nordic University so we'll do like a an after hours like demonstration on how to do sourdough bread or how to keep a sourdough starter or something like that and <clears throat> we've really focused on keeping our kitchen to be an educational kitchen see that's that's I don't know how you know Ben I have no idea, but that's kind of the theme. You guys are all of you are very different, but that's kind of the the running theme that you all have in mind. Like you're all very eager or mm-hmm. very open to sharing knowledge and mm-hmm. helping other chefs out, no matter yeah. what the deal is, right? I don't know if you remember this, Ben, but uh, I remember when I got the job at Food, I, I reached out to you and I said, you know, I don't, what the hell am I doing? I don't know. I don't know how to be a chef. <laughs> and Ben just said, you know, just pass on your knowledge and teach these guys and, and be their mentor. And it's good advice because I didn't have a chef to learn from at Foods. So. We should mention that we're here with Ben Kramer as well because... Uh, oh, yeah, he snuck in. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming, Ben. Ben Carroll. <laughs> <laughs> Sleeping under this table. Just hilarious. Um, the Push Project. Yeah. How did you get roped in? What is your role? I'm learning as we go here. Um, I'm, I'm going to tell you your dates in a minute. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> it's all uh, on chef com. all the dates. Yeah. So uh, Ben contacted me, and uh, I was honored uh, to be chosen. And, you know, I I don't... Um, I don't involve myself in a lot of the, the culinary community uh, events out there. Thermia is kind of a, its own little bubble of what's going on and, and what I'm supposed to be focusing on. Uh, so we don't do a lot of like... I, we don't even do Burger Week, right? Like, <clears throat> to do Burger Week, I'd, people would have to pay 50 bucks to get into the spot first before they oh, right. pay for a burger. Right, right. it just doesn't fit. It's just right. not yet. So it's harder for me to reach out. Some We try to do some events, but uh, I don't have a lot of, expo- of exposure to other... Chefs and, and other events, but uh, so I really it's going to be really it. new to you. It is, um, you know, we did a lot at food, mm-hmm. but it's been a long time, right? Yeah, wow, yeah. crazy. 
Um, why did you choose him? Well, hustle is one uh, for sure. I mean, everybody I've I've we chose for this project, at least in the first round. Hope, hopefully, we're going to do it again if it works out. <laughs> Um, you always say that. You always act like, oh, I'm just going to do this. I hope it works out. And then they always kill it. And then you do it again. Yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. Um, but everybody we chose sort of has, and and based on like the interviews you've done with a few other people, ha- has that drive and that thirst for knowledge, wants to get better, doesn't like to sit around and get bored. You know, um, Tom shows that at work every day like doing those after hour projects on his own time and on his cook's own time like the things like that um shows that he cares you know that he that that he's driven to not only make himself better but make his crew better and like we share some staff i've got a couple guys who mm-hmm. work full-time for him who sort of part-time moonlight with me because we're kind of fly by night and do a lot of casual work um so uh, yeah we yeah, yeah we have a bit of connection through mutual staff um, so yeah, I mean, it was kind of a no brainer. And, and like Tom said, because he's on this Island of Thermea doesn't really get to participate in a lot of these things. Um, and that's kind of part of the project too, is like, let's introduce Winnipeg to a whole crop of new chefs that don't always get invited. Cause they're either too busy on an Island, whatever. There's a, there's a million reasons For why, sure. you know, so mm-hmm. we're just trying to like break that up a little bit. It's awesome. Okay, so the event yeah. runs February 14th to the 23rd. Your yeah. night, just so you know, is the 21st to two seatings. Yes. You all put yeah. that in my calendar. Sounds right. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so where can you be found on the web? Can people find find you on the internet? Yeah, sure. I'm, uh, I mean, thermia.ca is where you can find uh, what we're serving at food. Or sorry, at Thermia. Mm. Oof. <laughs> Oof. You want, you know, Six, <laughs> shout out to food. <laughs> shout out to food. <laughs> Uh, they're closed. <laughs> That's uh, awesome. Or, you know, I'm on Instagram, Today's Chef Special. Okay, perfect. Uh, That's Chef Thomas Stewart. Thank you for joining us for another episode of The Main Ingredient. Where else can we be found, Krista Hall? We are on iTunes. We're Spotify, Facebook, Instagram. Google Play and even... YouTube. Yes. We're on yes. YouTube, too. This is 680 CJOB.